Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved family. It is me, alive in the flesh. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back with you. We've been through a couple of weeks of uh, a bit of an ordeal. Um, three times back in the hospital, crazy uh, surgical uh, mishap, and I'm healing. It'll take some weeks more, but I'm uh, truly so much better. It's incredible. So I'm so, so, so happy to be with you. I want to thank all of you for your prayers. And I want to thank all of you who supported the Station of the Cross during the fun drive that I couldn't be here with you for. Um, I'm so grateful for your hearts for God, for your love for his kingdom, and your support of the Station of the Cross um, during their fun drive. Um, And I know many of you support, and we're being live streamed through the partnership of the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News, and I know many of you support LifeSite News as well. But while I was gone, it was the specific fundraiser of the Station of the Cross, which I think they do only twice a year. And it's only you that keep them on the air. And um, it's because of them that I'm on the air, because I was put off a previous station and um, put out of two dioceses. And <laughs> so here we are together, um, the real soldiers of the war. And I'm just so grateful and I'm so thrilled and I, I have no doubt that it's because of your many prayers that, that I'm well enough to resume the program and, and uh, get on with life. Because I tell you what, if I summed up all that was happening in the news with COVID, with the um, insanity of our president's remarks that he's growing impatient with us for not all being jabbed with the vaccine, it isn't... It's an utter insanity, he thinks. He's a dictator. Well, he may make himself one, but we don't have to obey him. Um, It's really an insanity. And uh, so much evil has blanketed the world and the church, as you know. And the greatest grief, and still to a point shock, is that so many of our shepherds, our bishops, and cardinals have given in to the evil, evil agenda of COVID, of LBGTQ, of everything else, same-sex unions. Uh, but the shocking thing that, that pastors and bishops will not allow people to enter a church for mass or receive communion without the vaccine, it's just twilight zone, and I fear for the souls of those shepherds. I fear for the souls of those shepherds who don't come to their senses and repent on their knees. So if I were to sum up, as I started to say, everything going on, um, I can see my little picture here. Someone gave me this magnificent picture of Our Lady of Sorrows. Can you see it? it? Isn't it something else? That happens to be my feast day. It's the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows on um, September 15th, and Oh my goodness, her sorrows are are not over by any means. And um, 
what I think is going on, this is my summary, but it's not my invention, this is the news, is that the, the group of globalists, um, everyone involved in this new reset, global economy, one world order, all of that, anywhere, and, and enforcing the jab, the, the COVID uh, vaccine, which is a pathological weapon to destroy our body. That's what it is. Um, and if you haven't felt it, if you've been, if you've taken the COVID vaccine and you haven't, you feel f- just fine. That is working in your body to destroy it. Um, there's an article today on LifeSite News um, by, I think it's a Dr. McCullough. I, I don't, I have to look it up. Um, who explains exactly what happens with those vaccines. And what I've gathered from all the reports is that the um, Soros, George Soros is of the world, the Bill Gates, um, everybody involved in this reset, so to speak. Um, And the Holy Father is their spiritual leader. Uh, I don't hesitate to say it because I'm not revealing anything that hasn't been all over the news and the Vatican and every place else. Um, Is that they want to control the world population, completely have us under their control. The world population is too big. And so this COVID vaccine has been invented to eliminate us, to kill off a great percentage of the population so that what's left, they have uh, a reasonable hope. I hate to use those words, the Bishop uh, Baron, a reasonable hope of killing and controlling the rest of us. So um, it's a, it's a, um, I don't think such a horror book has ever been written, horror novel has ever been written, but it's true. And I believe it 100%. And I think our time is limited very limited now um, for this reign of evil, of persecution, of death to truly take hold of us because as we've heard uh, from many, the forces of evil uh, as announced by President Biden concerning his own thoughts uh, are growing impatient. We're too slow in obeying. We're too slow to buy into their false statements. We're too slow to obey their dictates. Um, We're just too slow. And we're holding back the reign of evil. So what's wrong with us? We need to be put away. We need to be silenced. And so I say to you, beloved, that evil is coming upon us, is upon us. But I think... Uh, we don't have much time. I, I don't even think it's a few months from now that we're going to um, uh, experience what we've never imagined. So now is the time. Now, today, is the day of salvation. Uh, if you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. If you're away from the church, come back home. If you are part of the evil... Uh, the blindness of many of our bishops, their cowardice, their blindness, um, and their complicity, not as a whole group, but within them, many. Um, uh, 
look at live site news for today. You don't have to read it. Just look at their headlines uh, online, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Cardinals in charge of the Vatican's relations with LBGTQ, uh, approving everything, approving same-sex unions and all of that. Utter, utter evil. And it's all directed at the destruction of the family. Because the family is God's key to build his kingdom. And therefore the enemy's target to destroy. And, uh, and, and their plan has been incredibly successful till now. I hate to give the enemy that kind of credit. But evil is... Uh, they don't lack intelligence. They lack a right conscience. They lack the image of God in their soul that they are destroying. And so all that's left is evil. God also created Satan. God creates nothing bad. But Satan became the devil himself. And will not be satisfied until we all eat the apple, until we are all blinded, until we cannot, we can no longer tell the difference between right and wrong, good and evil, and out of fear, um, convenience, whatever it is, we take the vaccine or we go along with something else. Uh, So many people who have taken the vaccine think others are crazy for what they're saying. Why shouldn't they not die from COVID? Why shouldn't they be protected? And they are convinced, utterly blinded, that the COVID vaccine is going to save them. And the fact is, um, it's comparable to my having a cold, going to a doctor to give me an antibiotic, and he gives me an injection that is going to murder me. It might take a day, it may take two days, might take months, might take time. And he may suggest to come back for a booster because it just keeps the uh, cure going. And it's not as effective without the booster, all this kind of stuff. And um, they're lies from the devil himself. And beloved, if you're listening and you've given into this, um, I pray that you pray to God to awaken you, to open your eyes, to save yourself and your families. Um, many countries now, you're not going to be able to travel without a COVID passport, a green card into the Vatican, all of that. All of that. So what? That means you can't travel. Does that mean you should kill yourself? Or your family or your children because you can't travel? No. It's going to be a lot worse than soon. We're not going to be able to buy. We're not going to be able to shop. We're not going to be able to do anything without the vaccine. And people say, is that, is that the mark of the beast? I don't know. I don't know that it is. Doesn't, I don't think it is. It's training wheels for the mark of the beast, which I think is going to be upon us extremely soon and forbid us to do anything whatsoever but come into the devil's hands or have the choice of martyrdom. I think we're there and getting there very, very quickly, beloved. This is a time for some strong decisions for you to make, for you and your families, your loved ones, and um, everything else good in the world. We'll be right back after the break. And um, after the second break, we'll take your calls, your texts, your emails, our toll-free number to call in with anything on your heart is 1-877-511-5483. We'll be right back. 
Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live. Like the Catholic Current and the many other programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, Divine Mercy in My Soul is all about the messages that Jesus revealed to St. Faustina. It is aired every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can listen anytime to Divine Mercy in My Soul on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. There's so much confusion in our world today over what love is. By displaying a Catholic Radio bumper magnet on your car, you'll help others understand love as designed by God. Order your free bumper magnets at thestationofthecross.com. We'd be happy to send bumper magnets for your listening area so that others can come to know the Lord. That's thestationofthecross.com. Thank you for sharing Catholic Radio on the road. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day. And we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustain Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustain life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations thank you for helping to save the culture. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. I'm so happy, happy, happy to be with you. Um, to be well enough to be with you. I'm still healing, but I'm terrific. And I'm just so, so grateful for all your prayers and your support, and especially your support of the Station of the Cross during their fun drive uh, while I couldn't be with you live. I'm so grateful to you all. And the first um, uh, segment of this program was kind of doomsday, uh, talking about uh, all the evil in the world, the evil of this covid vaccine just pure evil beloved it will help nobody it's designed to kill off the population it is designed to kill off the population and i know every once in a while we get emails from people uh to the station of the cross mother miriam is saying this she's wrong uh, why do you allow her on the program all of that anyone who thinks that uh just go to the news you can go to Fox News, you don't, or you can go to unchristian stations. You don't have to take my word, LifeSite News word, Station of the Cross word for it. Look at the headlines. I'm looking now at Fox News of today. Um, Team Biden wants to unleash the FBI against parents who oppose critical race theory because it will be taught in the school. And if you don't want your child uh, being taught critical race theory 
then you need to take them out of the schools because you'll have no option. And if you don't know what critical race theory is, you need to be informed. You need to get online. You need to learn what these things are because you're sending your children into a world where you are ignorant that they're, they're going to burn to death. And so um, you just, how, how can you do that as a parent? Uh, President Biden um, has called parents who still are so naive that they think they have a voice in the public schools of what their children learn. Of course, parents are the primary educators of their school, but the evil system that's in place wants none of that. And parents come to uh, fight or even discuss or make statements against evil curriculum uh, that's being taught to their children. And President Biden has called them domestic terrorists. They are terrorists, and they are not going to be allowed to be heard. They're not going to be allowed to be uh, involved in their children's education. Get out of here, parents. We are the bosses. We are in charge of destroying your children, and we're not going to let you stand in the way. That's what's happening. And if you still have your child in public school for any reason, for any reason, um, even if you're in a small town, um, we had some high schoolers visit us here, right in Beloit. And Beloit, Kansas, a town of under 4,000 people, a beautiful town, wonderful people, not all Catholic, yes, fallen away Catholics, all of that, one big, gorgeous Catholic church. Um, but other Protestant churches and many others that have no religion. And uh, some of the high schoolers uh, from a public school came to see us because they just were so curious that there were sisters in town. They hadn't met them before. They hadn't seen them before. So we love these young high schoolers. and We've embraced them and spoken with them and all of that. And we said, how's the schooling? Oh, and, and they're, not, they're not Catholic, but they're Christian. And, oh, it's fine, it's fine. I said, is it fine? It's not a Christian school, but is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, what about this? What about that? Sex educational. Well, yeah, there's, there's a few things that may not be so good. Well, these are high schoolers who can, who have some discernment and do have a genuine Christian faith. Um, and they can discern those things. But children cannot. And uh, they may be able to if they're well taught at home, but you're putting them into the lion's den. And why any parent would do that, and some parents are going to say, well, because we have to work. Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you can change your lifestyle. Um, Maybe you can uh, sell one car and stay at home and teach those children and do everything you can to have a business online or iron people's clothes for them, watch their children, do something to keep your family not just alive, but Christian. Um, You can refuse that. You can decide to live in your current lifestyle uh, until you have no more choice. You can do that. It's going to be too late then. And the biggest thing we can do now, beloved, is to learn our faith and to teach it to our children. How can children say, Mom, Dad, you tell us this, but you send us to a school that teaches this? 
Uh, do you not have time to grow us up? Do you not have time to live your vocation? Why are you handing us off to an evil society? Why are you doing that, Mom? If you can't stay home from work, leave us home. Give us books. We'll read them. We'll read them. Why are you filling our minds with not just garbage but full evil? Why are you doing that, Mom? Dad, leave us alone at home. You two go to work if you need to. And leave us alone. We'll be okay. We'll read. We'll be okay. And if we learn very little, at least we won't be indoctrinated with an evil, evil world and the deception of the devil as Eve was. I cannot tell you strongly enough. It's not just how I feel. These are facts, beloved. These are facts. Um, you know, I, I guess um, you know the story of the frog in warm water. I've talked about it often, but I, I don't know. Uh, there's two, two analogies that I've often repeated. I think, one, any parent that would continue to send their children to public school, and no matter how good you think it is, if you don't examine every single book that will be taught to your children, you are murdering your own children. And if any school teacher curriculum refuses to show you what they're going to teach your children, say it's not your business, you get your child out of there. Don't you dare enroll a child until you see every single book, the entire curriculum for the year. Apart from that, you keep your child home. How could you do it? I, I don't understand it. I haven't born children. I'm not a physical mother um, through birth of children. I have no clue how any parent, mother or father, uh, adoptive parent, anyone, could send their child to a school where they don't know not only everything that's going to be taught, but where they've interviewed the, the parents, where the parents have interviewed the teachers to find out their faith, to find out their beliefs. And today people say, who do you think, what are you, in a twilight zone, Mother Miriam? The parent has no right to interview the teacher. Oh, yes, you do as a parent. You have every right to say, dear Mrs. Smith, would you sit down with me? I want to send my child to your school and to your class. Would you tell me what it is you believe? What are you going to teach? Are you Christian? Are you Muslim? Are you atheist? And if the teacher says it's, it's that's not your business, I don't put my child in there. They don't have to be Christian. But if the teacher is not going to be open with you on what she believes, forget it. Absolutely forget it. You are sending your children into the lion's den. And so for if there's anyone out there who yet does not know the analogy of the frog in warm water, you put a, a big pot on a stove and you fill it with warm water. And you put a little frog in there and he's really happy because he loves it. It's room temperature. It suits him really well. He's a happy camper or happy swimmer. And then you turn the light on under the pot, ever so small, simmer it. So it takes such a long time for the water to begin to heat up that as it heats up so slowly, the, the body of the frog simply adjusts to it. He continues to adjust to the temperature until he boils to death. That is going to be every one of us who will refuse to open our eyes, who refuse to see the evil. If you don't see it, 
if you cannot see it, you're already boiling to death. At the moment, you're a frog in warm water and the temperature's being turned up and you say, well, when I see it, when it's dangerous enough, dangerous enough, when my child's school begins to change the curriculum, I'll take him out. When, 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 when. By then, you'll boil to death. It's too late. It'll be too late because you're already being boiled to death and you don't know it. That's the one analogy. The other I've used um, is a French parable that takes a little lily and you put the lily in a pond and let's say the lily is the size of your, the pond is the size of your house. Let's just say the lily is tiny, but it doubles in size each day. So its growth is exponential, exponential. So it, it's not that it's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve in size. It's two, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four. It's exponential growth by multiplication. And so the question of this parable is: if it takes 30 days, three zero days, to cover half the pond, let's just say half your house, it's taken 30 days. In how many more days will it cover your entire house? Now, some of you are going to get this right away, and some of you are going to say, well, it took 30 days to cover half the house, it's going to take another 30 days to cover the, the rest of the house. We have time. Say a day is a year. We have another 30 years. We have time. But the one who got the answer right is the one who said one more day. Because at 30 days, it covers half the pond. And if it doubles in size each day, from half is the whole. One more day, and the whole pond is covered. Which means there's no more time left. It's zero. And I don't know where we're at. I'm not a prophet. I'm reading prophecies on occasion uh, to see what people are saying or thinking. or And not just modern-day prophets, but... Uh, approved prophecies of the church, Maria Jehenny and even Bishop Fulton Sheen, uh, Padre Pio, and we have no more time left, beloved. We have no more time left. And if you're still, if there are those out there that are still poo-pooing all this stuff and they're just out for themselves and they'll get what they can while they can, as long as they can, what am I going to tell you? You're, you are the uh, destructor. You are the destructor of yourself and your family. You've chosen the path of death. And just like Jesus said, when I come back, and I don't think that's going to be too far from now, it'll be just like in the days of Noah. People be eating and drinking and saying, what flood? Come on. What flood? Well, Noah. And reveling and all of that. And they were wiped away. Wiped away. And Jesus said it's going to be exactly like that when he returns. Just like in the days of Noah. People mocking, laughing at people that warn them of this stuff. Come on, you stupid people. You ridiculous Catholics. You're insane. Um, You're not part of our world. Well, we're not. We're part of God's world. And we want to live so that the rest of the world, the unbelievers... The naysayers, the, 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 those involved in the destruction of life can be converted. We need to live as lights in this world, but we need to be smart and we need to protect the family God has given us. And as parents, if you refuse to do that, you have denied God and your vocation and destroyed your children. 
It's very, very serious. We'll be right back after the break to take your calls and emails, beloved. The future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSite News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support. If the cares and anxieties of life are weighing you down, come to the St. Thomas More House of Prayer and allow the Lord to refresh your soul. The St. Thomas More House of Prayer is a Catholic retreat center devoted to praying and promoting the Liturgy of the Hours. You'll find a tranquil atmosphere that's ideal for deep prayer, whether as an individual or for a group retreat. We're located at 365 Hill City Road in Cranberry, Pennsylvania. Make your reservation today or learn more at liturgyofthehours.org. You can also call us at 814-676-1910. That's 814-676-1910. We would love to help you experience the Liturgy of the Hours and discover the prayer that will change your life. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live, and I am Mother Miriam, and I am live today (laughs) for the first time in a couple of weeks while I've been living, but now I'm live on the show for the first time, and I don't doubt it is uh, due to many of your prayers, and I love you, and I cannot thank you enough for them. I am healing. I'm much, much better than I was, Um, and it's going to take a few more weeks for this um, situation to heal, but... I'm, I'm on the mend. I'm feeling so much better. And I, I bless all of you who have been praying for me. We have an email from Jenny. Well, let me give our number out. It's toll-free, 1-877-511-5483. And again, call in with anything at all on your heart, no matter what it is. As I often say, the heart of the matter is the matter of your heart. Um, so call in with anything on your heart. Um, and then uh, email is mother at thestationofthecross.com. And we have an email from Jenny who writes, Hello, Mother Miriam. Many prayers going forth from my home for your complete and speedy recovery from the recent surgical injury. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I pray that God will use whatever he will to restore you to perfect health, that your voice for him will again ring out across the airwaves. Thank you and God bless you mightily, Jeannie. 
uh, oh, Jenny. Jenny, God bless you. What a beautiful email. It almost brings me to tears. Thank you so much for all your prayers and for your heart, Jenny. And God is, has certainly answered your prayers. We have an email from Katerina who says, Dear Mother, <clears throat> please feel better soon. My whole family and I are praying for you. Please come back to us soon. We are sending you lots and lots of love, Katrina and family. Bless you, not Katrina, Katerina. Bless you, Katerina. Bless you, dear family of Katerina. God love you and reward you for your love for him and, and for your prayers that have helped my healing, uh, no doubt. We have an email from Michelle who says, Hello, Mother Miriam. I really like listening to your show and everything you do. God bless you. I want to know... <laughs> Is it a mortal sin if you do not attend Mass on Sunday, even when the bishop dispenses the obligation? Thank you, and God bless. Um, one of the um, laws of the Church is that if we do not attend Mass on Sunday, it is a mortal sin. Now, when the bishops uh, dispense the obligation of Sunday Mass, they are in error. This is not my opinion. Cardinal Burke... Um, uh, former prefect of the um, uh, apostolic signature, the highest canonical office in the church, um, has said that no bishop has the power, no one, no priest, no bishop, has any power or right to dispense the faithful for Mass on Sunday because it's not a human law, it's a divine law. It's what God has said. It's part of the commandments. And so no bishop or priest has any right or power to dispense you. If they dispense you, they're wrong. If you don't go because of their dispensation, yes, it's a mortal sin, but I don't think it would be a mortal sin for your soul um, because um, the accountability is on the part of the bishop or priest who dispenses you. Um, if they confuse the faithful and tell lies to the faithful and take on a power that is not theirs, um, they are accountable before God. The sheep will be much less accountable. If I were dispensed by my bishop, and my bishop here in the Diocese of Salina has not, uh, to my knowledge, dispensed anyone from Sunday Mass. I don't know. We came after that fact. We came here at the end of December but I don't believe that he would do that. Um, and uh, But if he did, I don't think he will. He's a good man. But if he did, and I didn't go to church on Sunday because of that, I think I would be responsible because I know better. But many people don't know better. And they think their shepherds are perfect in what they say and what they and, their oblig- and what they obligate the faithful to do, even if the shepherds are in sin themselves. So... The issue is, um, if you hear this, Michelle, and you know that you're obligated to go to Mass, do not come under the dispensation of any bishop. If you can attend Mass, um, or go to another Mass, go to another church, go to another diet, if you can get to Mass on Sunday, no matter how, uh, watching it on television is is not going to Mass on Sunday. It's not receiving communion. You can receive a spiritual communion, but it's not as if you're going to Mass. So I would say, knowing this, uh, if the bishop dispenses you, I would, um, or the faithful of his flock, I would, uh, I would 
respectfully write a letter to him uh, telling him what Cardinal Burke has said and written. It's, it should be online somewhere. Um, look up Cardinal Raymond Burke and the Dispensation of Mass on Sunday. You'll, you'll find it. It's a whole talk and article. Um, and you could send it to your bishop, and he may not be interested in reading that or heeding it. But I would do everything in my power, Michelle, to attend Mass, uh, even if I had to go to another diocese. Um, but you will, uh, God will judge your accountability um, because you're under a, a shepherd that is not acting um, as he is ordained to act. We have a text from someone who writes anonymously and says, Good morning, Mother Miriam. I have a question. I've been feeling sadness and loneliness that is not consistent, but it is affecting my life. Also, anxiety and a vague fear for no reason. It just started. I don't know if it has to do with the migraines I experienced for years or if it's spiritual or a true illness. How do I know? I also have tinnitus, which is a condition that causes a ringing sensation in one or both ears. Um, I go daily to Mass. I go to daily Mass, adoration on Friday, rosary every day. I get relief periodically, and prayer gives me hope. Sometimes I just cry. Any suggestions for me, uh, Mother? My husband abandoned me five years ago, and three of my adult children do not talk to me. They sided with him, but I have forgiven everyone, so I don't know if this stems from my past. Dear beloved Anonymous, I do not doubt that it stemmed from your past. Those are such deep tragedies for a husband to leave, abandon you, and your children not talk to you. They are such deep, unbelievable tragedies and shock to the emotional system that I don't think we ever get over it. We can forgive. That's the best thing in the world to do. We can forgive, and we must. But uh, we don't forget, and we don't, uh, because we can't forget. It's a tragedy that happened to us, and a serious one. And um, I would say that your sadness and loneliness... Uh, even though it's not consistent, it's certainly affecting your life, and it's extremely understandable. Um, and it is from all you've been through. Um, and I think, uh, I'm going to give you a suggestion when I finish your email, but I think you need to accept that those uh, feelings of sadness and loneliness are probably going to continue to return at times to you. It's a suffering that you're probably going to live with, maybe even the rest of your life, that you need to learn to give to God and say to the devil, get me behind me, Satan. You've given me a suffering, the sadness and loneliness. You've given me a suffering that I can now join to Jesus on the cross for their salvation and for the salvation of the people you would destroy. So you've got a gift from God through that suffering because of the devil's schemes. Um, And I I don't know anyone who doesn't suffer from the wounds of the past. I don't know anyone who's not wounded. Um, And uh, I can tell you in my own life, when those sufferings, when those tragedies continue to come up, whether it's once a year, once a month, once every 10 years, whatever it is, 
I've learned to join them to the cross of Jesus and say, Satan, get behind me. I've already forgiven them. You're not starting this up again with me. Forget it. And um, I'm joining it to the cross of Jesus. And the devil's going to say, yes, but you were wounded and it was unjust and you were all of that. And you're going to say, we know that. That's in the past. That's in the past. I've forgiven them. And if you're going to continue to remind me of this enemy, get out of here. I'm not interested. You've simply given me another gift to save another soul because I'm joining it to our Lord. As the forest tinnitus, that's not the cause of that. Uh, I also, I'll tell you, have tinnitus. And since this illness that I've had, injury, um, I have more than uh, a thousand crickets in my ear. There are chains in my head right now. It's all the tinnitus. I know that. I know that. So uh, we just need to live with that and, again, offer it to God. There might be some cures, but when it comes, we just need to offer it to God. And and we all live with something, and we bless God. We None of us have reached the suffering that he has gone through, nor ever will we. Um, my thought would be, uh, obviously you're a faithful Catholic, adoration, rosary every day, daily mass, all of that. I would say, if you're not involved in giving your life away in some way, serving the poor, the elderly, uh, taking care of children, um, doing everything you can to help others, that would be my suggestion. Because when you feel the sadness and loneliness, the best cure for that other than giving it, offering to our Lord in union with his sufferings, is to give your life away. So you can't be self-absorbed and focused on that. You just say, get out of here, Satan, I'm not interested. And you go and help other people who need you. That would be my suggestion, dear one. Okay. And accept that you're not guilty. It is it does stem from your past, combination of everything that caused the tragedy in your family. Um, and um, just if you've forgiven, again, that's the perfect uh, thing to do. And now just go give your life away to others. And you're going to live in pain and sorrow um, because uh, you've been abandoned, not just by your husband, but by your children. Uh, I don't know how you can get over that, um, except by uh, through your suffering you can understand the deep suffering of others and first corinthians um, god tells us that he comforts us with the comfort with which we have been comforted we're not comforted unless we've been suffering and so we now uh, have been comforted by god and we comfort others with that same comfort we have a text from gracie who says mother miriam our priest refused to give my daughter a letter saying that, the, saying that the vaccine is against our Catholic faith because aborted fetal cells were used for testing. They said the priest and our bishop received the vaccine. Oh, heaven, what should we do? My goodness. Um, well, unfortunately, uh, your priest and your bishop um, have given into evil, and um, I, I can't speak for them, but you are not dependent on their giving you a letter. Um, your daughter simply, or you on our behalf, I don't know how old she is, simply you tell people it's simply against your Catholic faith. 
end of story. You tell them you refuse. You don't need a letter of support. You just tell them you have refused. Uh, you refuse on the basis of the uh, history and immorality of the vaccine, um, not just aborted fetal cells, but um, the fact that it has never had any um, um, uh, thousands and th- hundreds of thousands of people have, have died and been maimed from it, and there has been no report card, so to speak, uh, one article says today on it, uh, on the effects of it, on the dangers of it, and you're not taking an unknown, and you refuse. And that's the end of it. And if your, I don't know where your daughter goes to school, but if she needs it to attend school, take her out, take her out, homeschool her, and, um, and grow her up in the faith, Gracie. No matter what the sacrifice is to you, save your daughter. There's the music for our final break. Beloved, we'll be right back with our last segment, and there'll be still time for you to call in uh, with anything on your heart. Prayer of Deliverance. Almighty God and Father, we beg thee through the intercession and help of the archangels, St. Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel, for the deliverance of our brothers and sisters who are enslaved by the evil one from anxiety, sadness, and obsessions. We implore thee, deliver us, O Lord. From hatred, fornication, and envy. We implore thee, deliver us, O Lord. From thoughts of jealousy, rage, and death. We implore thee, deliver us, O Lord. From every thought of suicide and abortion. We implore thee, deliver us, O Lord. From every form of sinful sexuality. We implore thee, deliver us, O Lord. From every division in our family and every harmful friendship. We implore thee, deliver us, O Lord. From every sort of spell, malefice, witchcraft, and every form of the occult. We implore thee, deliver us, O Lord. Thou who said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, grant that through the intercession of the Virgin Mary we may be liberated from every demonic influence and enjoy thy peace always. In the name of Christ our Lord, amen. Love learning more about the church, but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today? Follow LifeSite News Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for LifeSite Catholic emails and stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is at a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. Uh, This is Mother Miriam, and I am live today, thanks in no small part to all of your prayers. Um, um, This is our last segment, um, 
Let me just see here. I've been looking up um, our last, um, uh, the letter that we just read, our last email um, is from a mother who says, our, repu- our priest, from Gracie, who says, our priest refused to give my daughter a letter stating that the vaccine is against her Catholic faith because aborted fetal cells were used for testing. They said the priest and our bishop received the vaccine. What should we do? You simply refuse, Gracie. No matter what you do, don't give in. It's not simply a matter of principle. This is a death vaccine. It will destroy anybody that receives it. And so during the break, I know that Bishop Athanasius Snyder had put out a number of articles and interviews on the vaccine and what to do. And I don't know if this will be our answer, but... um, I've just looked up on um, Catholicism Pure and Simple. It's a wonderful website, Catholicism Pure and Simple. There's a new letter from Bishop Snyder on, quote, no jab, no job, quote, because people are being dismissed from their jobs. I read an article yesterday on LifeSite that the Holy Father has required everyone at the Vatican to so, uh, quote unquote, get the jab, take the vaccine. Three Swiss guards, three Swiss guards quit their job. Three more were dismissed. So, um, the government, this evil one world reset, is not giving in. Bishop Snyder, I don't know if I'll have time to read this. Let me give it a try for all of our strengthening. Bishop Snyder writes, Today I greet all of those workers who at this very hour are being forced to choose between keeping their job and getting the COVID-19 vaccine or being fired for not getting the vaccine. And I think, Gracie, we can include those uh, with children in school. The same thing. Anybody required to have the vaccine. Um, Bishop Snyder says, through this brief letter, I extend some encouragement in your trials. The confraternity of Our Lady of Fatima can also offer a religious exemption. Listen to this. The confraternity of Our Lady of Fatima can also offer a religious exemption. Some of you, Bishop Snyder writes, have already paid the price for the truth about the COVID-19 vaccine and its causal link to abortion. I'm deeply touched by the witness of a lady in the U.S. who writes, Today was my last day of packing up the remainder of my stuff. As I would not take the vaccine, I was told to leave last Friday. They called over and asked me to tidy up my desk and said that today would be my last day. My boss is hoping that I will cave in, get vaccinated, and come back. I'm extremely sad. I am, end quote. Bishop Snyder says, I am moved by the witness of this woman. I would say to her, today you pack your things from your place of work, and while you pack, your treasure is being transferred to the, to the room that Jesus has already prepared for you in the kingdom of heaven. Isn't that beautiful? Bishop Snyder goes on to say there are thousands and thousands of Catholics like her who have the courage to choose Christ and who will not not throw a pinch of incense to Caesar, just like the very first Catholics of old. I encourage all of you to hold fast to your conviction and to your faithfulness in Christ. The sufferings and the losses that you will have to endure are tiny when compared to the reward that God prepared for you in heaven. 
For I reckoned, said Paul to the Romans, I reckoned that the sufferings of this time are not worthy to be compared with the glory to come that shall be revealed in us, end quote. Bishop Snyder continues, I urge you to continue on this path that you have chosen of witnessing to the truth that unborn life is sacred and that the trafficking of fetal body parts is an evil industry that cries out to Almighty God for his justice. As you seek his kingdom, first and above all, believe that you will be provided for. Jesus and Mary will open up new ways to provide for your families. I also exhort and encourage the lay faithful of means to step in and help your fellow Catholics to find new meaningful work. My dear brothers and sisters, these are the prices that we know we always had to pay to be faithful to Jesus Christ. And now at this very hour, the payment is being required. And so we must pray that we will pass the test and be faithful to the Lord Jesus. I give all of you God's abundant blessing. Bishop Athanasius Snyder, Auxiliary Bishop of Astana, Pakistan. So, dear Gracie, uh, and anybody who is struggling and being persecuted, do not give in. Do not give in. You have now a chance to give your life totally for him who gave his life totally for you. Um, we have David on the line from New Hampshire. Hello, David. Hello, Mother Miriam. How are you doing Hi. today? Well, as I've said earlier in the program, thanks to all of your prayers, I'm doing so much better, and it's so good to be back with you all, David. Thank you. It's good to, it's good to hear you on the radio again. So thanks. I just have a question. I, I just have a, some a question of, of advice. Uh, I, I attend a, a parish that exclusively does the traditional Latin Mass, but I teach catechism at my old uh uh, Catholic Church, which which is uh, primarily in Novus Ordo. Okay. I figured. I mean, yeah. I figured. I mean, and so I mean, someone's going to teach these uh, teach these thirteen uh, year olds. Uh, uh, no, say because, say I the mean, say the beginning of that sentence again. You figured what? Uh, I fi- I figured I, I should be I should uh, volunteer to uh, teach teach catechism to them because so many young Catholics do not know their faith enough to. Uh, explain it or they just or to excellent. Them it's just a matter of culture excellent okay but, so but but my advice is that just because of i'm i find myself in sort of this sort of a middle zone where it's like like uh like you could i mean if you were to go to a, a nova soto church and then go to a traditional latin mass church you can definitely see that there are striking differences oh i've been to both and, and i well well understand but we have a minute and a half less left beloved uh, so david tell me exactly your situation in question all right my my question is uh how is uh uh, how should I be, uh, how should I try to uh, teach these kids who attend the Nova Soro Church and try to help them to keep the faith despite uh, uh, the lax culture of the uh, Nova Soro? Okay, I understand. I understand. Just don't consider yourself in any middle ground. You are Catholic all the way, and you teach them Catholicism all the way. You don't have to criticize the Nova Soro. Do not do that. 
that would be wrong of you to go into a Novus Ordo church and teach children that whether they're priest or the liturgy is wrong. Don't do that. Um, just simply teach them the faith and use the Baltimore Catechism and just teach it to right, them. Just simply, Thank you very much, Mother. yes, sweetheart. And if you um, want really help with the explanation on the Baltimore Catechism, uh, get the Catechism explained um, by uh, Spirago, I think Reverend Spirago, I forget, but it's the Catechism of Trent uh, with tremendous commentary that could be a little above their heads. But it'll give you a way to fully explain it. You don't have to read it to them. But I would just take the Baltimore Catechism and go for it. You'll have no problem. Nothing should be against what they are teaching. Or what they should be teaching. You're welcome, sweetheart. Okay. And everyone else, God bless you. Um, it is so good to my, for my heart to be back with you today. I love you all. I thank you all. I thank God for you. And um, have a good weekend. God willing, we'll be with you on Monday. God bless you.